This is a podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times and The Straits Times where we break down actionable financial tips. I'm your host Ernest Lewis and this episode is aimed at how you can make money from Asian consumer growth. Now, in particular, what kind of e-commerce companies should we look at in Asia and not just the Amazon-type companies? Now, here to explain how to do that is our guest, Nirgunan Tiruchelvam. He's the Head of Consumer Sector Equity Research at Telema, formerly Exotics Capital. He has been an equity analyst covering Asian stocks since 2004. Nirgunan, good morning and welcome to the show. Morning, morning. It's wonderful to speak to you. Yeah, good to have you back again. Thank you. Now, Tell us, Asian consumer growth, how we can make money. You wanted to explain more what kind of e-commerce trends we should note as investors. You see, people have heard a lot about the rise of Amazon, how it was started in the mid-90s by Bezos and grew to be a trillion-dollar company. What people don't realize that is along the way, Amazon had lots of challenges. There was a point after September 11th where people were worried about the sustainability of Amazon and the e-commerce companies because they were burning so much cash. The intense cash burn was very difficult to sustain. Mm -hmm. But suddenly, Amazon found a magic solution. And the solution was that they were able to shift the negotiations with the suppliers. So basically, Amazon was in those days principally a bookseller. Mm -hmm. They were able to change the working capital cycle in their favor where the suppliers were basically helping them become cash flow positive. And then uh, through a series of other measures, they introduced other things like toys. And then they had uh, things like the Kindle, which was better for cash generation. And eventually the company just picked up scale. The similar trajectory seen with Alibaba. But the distinct feature of an emerging market in Asia versus what's happening in the West is that many people are using e-commerce to buy books, to buy groceries, to buy electronics off the internet as the first time they're exercising their retail choice. They're entering the retail market for the first time. They're basically retail virgins in many cases. So it has uh, converged with the growing reach of the smartphone in this region as well. That's correct. That's correct. So the big difference between the mid-90s or the early 2000s in America versus what's happening in emerging Asia is that there is no incumbent We don't have a Walmart-type situation where people have a history of going to a shop and buying electronics in uh, department stores. We are basically dealing with people who are, as you correctly pointed out, through smartphones, accessing the vast retail network of the Internet. And how does that appeal to Asian investors? So e-commerce is another sector that they should look at if they want to start investing in companies. Absolutely. There are lots of ways where you can look at it. As it stands, there are not many listed opportunities. Right. We've heard of Alibaba. There is a company called Sea Limited, which is Southeast Asia's e-commerce portal, which mm-hmm. has a gaming business as well. That's listed on the Nasdaq. But you would be hard-pressed for, a, say, a retail investor in Singapore to find alternatives like this. Perhaps one way investors can get exposure to this sector is to look at logistics and transportation. Because at the end of the day, when e-commerce takes place, there will be an upsurge in deliveries. There will be an upsurge in the use of the traditional postage service. That's great. We'll come back to that soon. Uh, Now, if you like these tips so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's or Google's podcast apps. 
or Spotify and like and rate us. Back to my conversation with Nirgunan on actionable financial tips. So Nirgunan, you're telling us there's no turning back. Asian malls are in trouble. Yes. Uh, e-commerce is changing the way Asians shop. What is a good way to get started researching about the sector? What should we do? What should we look out for? Footfall is under tremendous pressure, especially in the advanced markets of uh, Asia. In Singapore, malls are not what they used to be. People don't hang out in malls. Uh, <laughs> if they do hang out, they're just to checking out the stores and then eventually buying it online. Yeah. So you won't get the same foot traffic. I get retailers telling me that as well. Yes. They're worried about that. Yes. Yeah. They do the homework yes. physically. Yes. And then after that, they buy it online because the deals are obviously more irresistible. Irresistible yep. indeed. So one way of playing this trend is to go to the traditional old economy companies that are providing logistics and transportation, warehousing. They are going to see an upsurge in their business. In Singapore, our postal service is listed. The SingPost is listed. That's the same as the case in some other markets in yeah. emerging Asia, where logistics companies which are providing transportation services are listed. So you're saying investors have to do their homework and look at companies like SingPost? The average man on the street will tell you, what, SingPost? You must be kidding. Yes. You know, that's like an old company. I'm not going to invest in that. Yes, but it's a great way of playing logistics. At the end of the day, somebody has to deliver these parcels. Right. Somebody has to provide the logistical interface. Another way of playing it is to look at people like FedEx, which again is a beneficiary of this overall trend. Okay. So look at the valuations of these companies, a few of them that yes. are listed, and then start thinking about whether you want to invest in that because the value is good. The valuations are good. Yes. You need to look at, be creative in how you want to get exposure to this. Mm. The other cautionary tale is I mentioned that these companies are cash flow negative. Right. So it's often the case that some of them are unlisted and they would find it difficult, especially in Asia, to generate bond financing to keep themselves going. So their funding yes. is dependent on the largest of the venture capital and private equity community in this region. And once that tap runs out, if they don't raise a second or third round, yeah. their business may be sound, they may be growing their revenues, but it'll be very difficult for them to stay afloat. And what kept Amazon afloat in the early 2000s is that the United States had a very deep bond market through which they could raise money to keep itself going at a competitive rate. Mm -hmm. Here, our bond market in emerging Asia is not entirely attuned to funding a company which has limited fixed assets. Right. These are companies which have very large intangible assets. The value of a Tokopedia or C-Limited mm. is in its franchise, is it's in its intangible value rather than a brick and mortar store which you can use as collateral. So that's always going to be a challenge. Yes, e-commerce is here to stay, but tread with caution. Okay. So does this apply to uh, the big e-commerce companies that are now trying to branch out into food deliveries and all the logistics transports? Those are the kind of companies that you need to do a bit more research, see what the trends are, because as you said, they are being financed by funding. But the point is you've got to watch that, right? That's right. As opposed to Singpost. Yes. Okay. Which is a steady eddy. Okay. Yes. Steady eddy. And why is there an appeal in that? Because you were saying old school technology, but it's always still going to be relevant, right? That's right. We need correct. to move things around. That's right. And do you have any uh, final thoughts on investment? Well, yeah. we're yeah. facing tremendous volatility in this market. But investors need to latch on to larger themes rather than getting distracted by what's happening in the short term. 
All right, thanks, Nirgunen. Thank you, Ernest. Great to have you on the show. That's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor. <laughs>